Yeah, make him faint. There you go. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, mm. Cody. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Snoop, talk about dropping it like it's hot. Holy God, up. Lead me Wow, nothing funny about what's happening with Nate Robinson, but Snoop Dogg is, is singing the hymns. He's trying Good to get night, Irene. Oh, Lord! Oh, Mama oh, Mia, the problem child, proving to be a big... His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who is hey, on sports, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sports desk. It is your guy. It is your man's. One more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., and this is episode 189. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back in the building once again. One of your favorite sports artists back in the building. D, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. We are back for another episode. It is that time of year. It is ball season, as some folks would like to say. College football, the National Football League are revving up, and we are here to get it going ourselves. Today, we are going to present to you our 2022 college football preview show. There's a lot to get into. We're going to go through all the Power Five conferences and pick winners. We're going to go conference championships. We're going to pick our four for the college football playoff, crown a national champion. We're going to talk Heisman. Big games, AP top 25 to start the season. Just a lot that we're going to get into to prep you guys for the upcoming college football season. So, Black, this is no uh, secret. Uh, I believe this is your favorite time of year, the college football season. Black, how you feeling going into this season, man? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Uh, You always get the butterflies in your stomach. The the uh, energy goes through the roof when you're talking about college football season. Football season in general is just a great time of year, but sp- especially college football, the excitement, the pageantry, the legend, le- the legendary games. I mean, just how how remember how you remember week one of college football and all the big games that you get uh, on on Saturday week one. So it's always uh, it's always a big deal for me. College football is number one for me. Some people have basketball. Some people have NFL. Some people have boxing. But I'm a college Ain't football guy. Ain't nobody got boxing, guy. bro. <laughs> I, I, I hold college football number one dear to my heart. So I'm excited, dude. This is definitely my time of year. Yeah, exciting. Exciting, man. Uh, college ball is always a, um eventful time of year. Friendships are tested. Mm. Relationships are on the line. Yeah. There's some lines that are crossed week in and week out, some venomous reactions, some over-the-top joys. 
Oh, don't you just love it? All right. So I'm excited myself just to get back into it week in and week out and just hoping Florida loses every game, hoping the Miami Hurricanes Ooh. lose every game. You know how it goes, and I'm sure they feel the same exact way about the Florida State University, but we'll have enough time to get into that. So like I said, we're just going to go through all the Power 5 conferences and just really get the conversation started, man. So I said... uh. I was going to let y'all know what we're watching each and every week as we're uh, recording the show. So today on the big screen, we have WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan's quest uh, to be world heavyweight undisputed champion. And uh, this is one of the better WrestleManias, man, out there in New Orleans, WrestleMania 30. So that's what we got on the big screen as we're going through this college football docket. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Let's start with the AP Top 25, all right? Let's go ahead and kick it off there. Uh, the coaches poll came out last week. And if you're into the polls and you're into... um. If you're into the polls, you know that the college poll, uh, college, the coach, excuse me, the coaches poll is always different from the AP poll. Now, the AP poll matters the most, even though CBS uses both polls and really kick out the rankings there. So sometimes you wonder, why does ESPN have a certain team ranked number four, but CBS has another team ranked number four? Well, that CBS uses the traditional scale. For their rankings until the college football playoff comes out. Just a little bit of a nugget there for all you college football guys who always wondered that. I'm, you know, we're somewhat of nerds over here when it comes to it. So, Black, let's go ahead and jump into it. The top 25. I think there's no question your teams one through three. The Alabama Crimson Tide open up the season number one. The Ohio State Buckeyes are at two, followed by the reigning, defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Black, any gripe there with the top three teams right there to start the season? Uh, yeah, Um, of course we knew coming into the season Alabama probably was going to end up being number one, and we see that. And it just got to be like one of the first years in a very long time that the, the defending champs are not the number one ranked team. Uh, we hadn't seen this in a while. Usually the team who usually win the, wins the national championship usually come back. and Unless they lose a lot. Been, unless they lose a lot. And Georgia did lose a lot. But I'm looking at it from the standpoint the, of, shoot, what they, <laughs> what they still got there. They still got five stars, four stars. They recruit great. It's just uh, – it's – uh, Nick Kirby Smart has literally made that thing just like Alabama. Is you you lose them and then you plug them in, you know, and then you got Stetson Bennett back, uh, the the quarterback who won you a natty. He's coming back, and then you still got talent that you haven't even seen yet. So and then you got you got returning guys on the outside. Uh, I mean on the outsides at receiver. Uh, got a few pieces coming back on the defensive side of the ball, but they definitely did lose a lot. But but definitely was shocked that they weren't they were not. Uh, number one going into the new season. I'm not really surprised that uh, Bama's number one. Uh, honestly, arguably, honestly, in my opinion, I got a case for Ohio State to come in as the best mm. team in the country to okay. start the season. Um, I'm excited to see the Buckeyes, man. Mm -hmm. After watching that Rose Bowl and seeing the emergence of the younger talent that came to save the day for the Buckeyes in a Rose mm -hmm. Bowl against Utah, C.J. Stroud, I mean, my God. I mean, the only reason he won't be a Heisman winner or a number one pick in the draft is because Bryce Young's at Alabama. <laughs> I mean, this kid is tremendous, man. He's a special talent. And uh, the Buckeyes are loaded. They are. They are loaded. And, and get used to hearing Buckeye come out of my mouth a lot uh, this episode. But Alabama being number one, I mean, I'm not really going to sneeze at it. I mean, it's, it's Alabama. Georgia lost. 
some pretty significant talent to the NFL, even though, like you said back there, replugged them. But they have arguably the best offensive player on one side of the ball, on ball, and then they arguably have the best defensive player in college football on the other side of the ball. Mm. Alabama. They do. So I'm not really tripping about them, you know, um, coming in at number one. Honestly, Black, is we just come to the point where it's just the Alabama Invitational. It's pretty much that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's but been I, that. I, I, I really, I really believe this year that, like you said, with Ohio State and you throw Georgia in there, and then, uh, and as we get further down yeah. the list, some a couple more teams are going to be well, are going to be in the mix of this thing. I don't, I don't think this is going to be a cakewalk for Alabama this year okay. because it's some talented teams that bring a lot back. Yeah, you yeah. know, so it's going. It's the SEC is definitely going to be. You know, interesting to watch, and then the team, even the teams they play outside the SEC, is going to be interesting to watch. But definitely, uh, looking forward to those top three teams, and definitely uh, checking out most of their games this year. Yes, sir. Okay, let's continue down through the top ten. At number four, the Clemson Tigers looking to reemerge. Black. I mean, they did not have the best season last year. Somewhat finished strong, but they cracked number four here in the AP poll. Followed by Notre Dame. Um, new coach, new era, uh, new starting quarterback, a lot going on there for Notre Dame and for them to come in as a top five team. How do you feel about that? You know what, D, um, them losing Brian Kelly, you know, we knew Brian Kelly did all he could do at Notre Dame. He, he wanted did. to be at a spot he where did. he could really have a chance to, to win a natty. So he went to LSU, but. People have to realize Notre Dame left a, he, he left a lot behind. A lot of talent. He left left a lot of talent behind, and I can see why it's warranted that he, they are a top five team. And you have you do have a new coach. We really don't know what this guy's going to do. We got a little taste of it in the bowl game, but it didn't. It it, it started out okay, but then it ended up looking really mm-hmm. really shifty in the bowl game. But um, I think it could be something here. D looking at their schedule, they got a lot of winning games here. I don't see why they wouldn't be a team that. Is do a top five and could easily get into a playoff this okay. year. But for me, you know, I I, I don't want to stand people like uh, Paul Feinbaum talking about it's ridiculous that they're a top five team. No, Paul, you're ridiculous because they <laughs> these guys brought back a lot of talent. I'm, I'm, they, they had a top ten recruiting class uh, yep. last year. So what I don't I don't I don't want to stand. The thing is is you know the coaching. We really gonna get a good look at this guy, and we were we were ones last year saying. Y'all better watch out. This guy, he's a leader. He know how to bring get these boys together. So we're going to see, D. We're going to get a good look at what they're going to do. But they got a wonderful schedule. So I don't see why they know that they won't be there. Okay. Uh, let's roll up to the Aggies. All right. Going out to College Station there, number six. Followed by the Utah Utes at seven. Wolverines at eight. Oklahoma Sooners at nine. Baylor Bears wrapping up the top ten. Black, any surprises here in the top ten as we go from six through ten? Any spots between the Aggies, the Utes, the Wolverines, the Sooners, and the Bears? Well, you know, always one team I'm going to always look at, mm-hmm. and we got to see a we got to see a good sample size of them last year was the Bella Bears. Right. Very young, scrappy team, bringing back almost everything. They didn't lose anything. I think they lost like one receiver and maybe a couple pieces on the defensive side of the ball, but most right. of everything is returning for them. And they're one of those teams that are in the top 10 that could potentially could win the Big 12 this year. 
Yeah. If 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 they keep things together or can stay healthy. Yeah. So I like I like I definitely like them at ten. So I kind of expect them to be. Hopefully, I, I my expectation for them is to try to stay in that top ten this year. But you know when you play guys like Oklahoma and maybe Texas this year, who will be a lot better as well. You know those those type of games can get iffy for the Bella Bears. Yeah, um, I don't really got no big deal. No problem with the top 10 at all. I look down below the rest of the way uh, for the AP Top 25, and I really don't have no gripes. I believe that these 10 teams are the best in the country. I mean, you can argue um, Oregon. Um, you can argue uh, maybe even an, an emerging USC under new leadership of Leak and Riley. But to say, do I have any gripes here, I really don't. All right, I'm I'm cool with the ten. The shuffle really don't matter to me because you still got to play the games. All right, so moving down, we're gonna go through this quick. Eleven through twenty five, the Ducks of Oregon at eleven, Oklahoma State Cowboys at twelve, North Carolina State Wolfpack at thirteen, the Trojans of USC at fourteen, uh, the Fighting Mel Tuckers, Michigan State at fifteen, the Miami Hurricanes are cracking in at sixteen, Pitt, Pitt at seven, Wisconsin at eighteen, Arkansas nineteen, the Kentucky Wildcats at twenty, the Ole Miss Rebels at 21, Wake Forest at 22, the Bearcats of Cincinnati at 23, and the Houston Cougars at 24, and number 25 to wrap up the AP Top 25, you have the BYU Cougars, okay? So a familiar, uh, unfamiliar list, you're missing the Florida Gators, you're missing uh, the Florida State Seminoles, you're missing powers like the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and, and, and just, you know, those traditional powers that you're used to seeing week in and week out. Black, is there a team that was not ranked in the top 25 that you kind of scratch your head and say, hey, maybe this team should have been um, a top 25 team going in because I know I got one. Yeah, I was shocked that Penn State wasn't on there. Okay. I That was very shocking to me. I don't know the situation with them. I don't know what they lost and, and you know, what quarterback play is and what they what talent uh, that they had coming in in the last class. But I'm, if I'm not mistaken, their, their last year class was a pretty decent class. Maybe mm-hmm. top – Maybe top 15, top 10, maybe. But James Franklin's still there. He's a great coach. He is. Um, why they're not ranked in this top 25, that's kind of head-scratching to me. So uh, really going to be keeping keeping a close eye on them this year to see what they do. But we already know Ohio, what Ohio State is. But after Ohio State, then it's pretty much Penn State you look at. After you look at Ohio State when well, you come to that big team. And Michigan, Michigan now, you know what? Well, Michigan just great had year a last great year. year but they, yes. just like Georgia, they lost a ton. Yep. You know, so they basically going to be start uh, starting from scratch as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what Penn State end up okay. being. Do they end up cracking this top 25 at some point? But them not being ranked, that was kind of a head scratcher for me. Now, Black, where the fighting shot to class? Oh. Where they at, hey, Black? Don't do that, man. Black, where are don't start the that, Coastal bro. Carolina fighting Chanticleers? Now, they return my boy now, quarterback. He back. Now, he beat, didn't he beat BYU, my boy, last year? Didn't he beat him, my boy? This is top 25. The Chanticleers are not getting no respect. I don't care if they was 25. They should have been in here. My boys went 13 and 1. Get them back in, and they're returning an elite quarterback who is projected a top three, third, th- three round pick in the draft. It's not a Heisman candidate. He could be. <laughs> he could be. I'm just saying, man. What a respect for my black hater the Chanticleers run all year last year. But I'm just wondering, hey AP poll, hey whoever's behind this, why y'all ain't looking at the Chanticleers? 
Because I'm locked in on my boys this year, man. That's all I'm going to say, man, the Chanticleers. All right, Black, let's move on to some of the bigger games, man. We got some big games coming up here in the college football season, Black. I got three games for me that are just kind of circled on the count. Now, you got your rivalries, man, year in and year out. You look forward to your Michigan State and Ohio State. Us being down here in the South, we look forward to Florida State and Miami, Florida and Florida State. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't talking about those. This Every year, we kind of get this non-conference slate. All right, Black. Now, I'm going to kick it off here. Probably the number one game that I'm looking at is when the Ducks head down to Athens, my boy. When the Oregon Ducks make that trip down to Georgia, my boy. I believe they play on September the 3rd. So, they are opening up. The college football weekend. I think that's the ABC ESPN night game. Black. That's a 3.30 slot. It is a 3.30 yeah. slot. Now, who got the 8 o'clock slot? Because I want to know. Florida, Utah. Florida, Utah got the. Well, that was 7 my, o'clock slot on ESPN. Well, okay, that's fine. That was my number one game that I was looking okay. forward to the most. Utah at Florida. My, th- my second game was Oregon at Georgia. And my uh, third game, Notre Dame at Ohio State. Notre Dame at Ohio State. Now, I don't recall seeing them play like in during the regular season since I've been alive. I can't, I, I can't remember them either. I don't. Re- I mean, it might have happened. Must Maybe it's some long my mind. old history back in the day. I'm but. talking about since we've been alive. Yeah, I, I've never heard them playing I, since we've been alive. So just the mere fact of the Irish rolling into over a hundred thousand people in the horseshoe. Ooh. Ooh. I'm excited to see that game. That game is also on September the 3rd. So you have some loaded, loaded games to start off the season. Ducks and Dogs September the 3rd. Irish and Buckeyes September the 3rd. And then I have Florida. I mean, Utah at Florida on my list. And they are September the 3rd as well. So those are some of the games that I am really looking forward to absolutely sitting down in my chair and not moving for the entire day. What about you, Black? What are some of the games you're looking forward to? Yeah, man. Week one, you just called out some some really good games. And one game that really stands out to me that I think that could be um, very interesting that I seen on the schedule for, from week one was the Cincinnati Bearcats at Arkansas. Okay, different style. I think I think I think that's good. That's a three thirty slot on ESPN on uh, September September third. We know what Cincinnati was able to do last year, getting to a new, what New Year's Six. No, uh, making it to the playoff. Yeah, yeah they made the playoffs playoff yeah. last year. Yeah. Didn't didn't have a good showing against Alabama. Mm-mm. But then you got a up. You got the upstart Arkansas team who raised a lot of eyes last year. They're returning. They're returning their quarterback again this year. The kid Richardson. Mm-hmm. They're returning him. So it's going to be interesting in, in 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 that game. And then we the game for me in week two. I seen another game here in week two. D. Hold on, let me go to it this week. I mean, really, really quickly. Uh, where are we at? No, I'm sorry. Week three. Week three. You got the Miami Hurricanes going to College mm, Station. Yes, sir. Nine o'clock. <laughs> yes, sir. Nine o'clock on ESPN, yes, my sir. boy. Yes, why sir. they put this game at nine nine o'clock in College Station? I well, it'll do be not. Eight, it'll be eight o'clock why. here. Texas is an hour up, so yeah. it'll be eight o'clock here. Okay, so yeah, you got the number sixteen ranked Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> yes, sir. At College Station versus the Texas yes, sir. A&M Aggies. Yes, sir. Boy. So yes, sir. That thing get real after Miami uh, st- kicks it off against Bethune Cookman. <laughs> 
So it gets a little real after that. You know, so they're going to be testing. We're going to see. I want to see. I really want to see how Mario Cristobal has has turned things around in Miami. This is the first test. I'm going to have my eyes locked on this on this game. Mm. I'm going to have my eyes locked on this game because I really want to see of course. the effect of Mario Cristobal at Miami. Being from Miami, playing it at Miami, coaching at Miami. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Then we already know what Jimbo brings to the table when it comes to recruiting and the pieces that he have at mm -hmm. AM, man. So we've we've seen it for a very long time. Going even going back to the Florida State days. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup for me. And then uh the last last game for me also is Florida State and LSU. In, in New Orleans, in Mercedes-Benz Dome. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Let's see what's going on with Florida State, what we look like, what LSU is going to look like because they got a lot of question marks as well at quarterback we position. Mm -hmm. So it's going to, that's going to be an interesting game. But, you know, Brian Kelly usually has, has good success when he plays Florida State in game one. So hopefully Florida State <laughs> yeah. can turn that around this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they each year the slate – um for college football non-conference games are just getting better and better and better. I mean, just look at the amount of games that we are looking at this season, man. Just some of the games that we didn't notate. Um, Arkansas going to BYU. Mm -hmm. I mean, when do you see that? Yeah. I mean, that's something that you just don't see. Notre Dame at USC is always a, a rival game, but it got a little bit more sauce on it this year with the two new young head coaches. Um, Black Mitch Cincinnati, Arkansas, Clemson at Notre Dame. We know what that game was two years ago when uh, Clemson went to Notre Dame. And my goodness, was it not probably the best game of the year mm -hmm. of that season? Oklahoma revisiting and rekindling that uh, rivalry with the Nebraska Cornhuskers. We mentioned Utah and Florida, uh, Miami and Texas A&M, Oregon and Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and uh, Alabama at Texas. The pageantry, mm. the pageantry of the Crimson Tide going all the way out to Austin, Texas uh, to play the Longhorns, who, who have been knocking at the door the last couple of years. Arguably, Texas has gotten better each year. Sarkeesian started off the year hot last year, faded out towards the end, but he's still recruiting well. Mm -hmm. Texas is getting back. <laughs> They're on their way back. They're, they've been down for so long, but I think they're on their way back. But they have a daunting, daunting challenge ahead of them with Nick Saban and the Tide coming down to see them boys. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get to the conferences, man. We're going to go with the Power Five. We're going to start off with the Southeastern Conference, my boy. The SEC is no secret, man. They have been the best conference pound for pound in college football for quite some time, all right? I mean, it's just a fact. They Look at all the teams that come out of there and, and all of the great games that we get year in and year out out of the SEC. But, Black, what is your outlook on the SEC this year? We know Alabama. Mm -hmm. We know Georgia. You got A&M. You got Florida. I mean, you Auburn. You got Arkansas. I mean, a healthy, healthy pool of talent. But I have a thought, Black. Do you think the SEC is the best conference pound for pound this year? Um, I think it's I think it's definitely between them and the Big Ten this year. Yep, the Big Ten has uh, some good teams and really want to see, you know, what the Penn States of the world, the Iowa's of the world, what those teams bring to the table. Michigan, what they're going to bring this year. We know what Ohio State is going to be. 
Ohio, I expect Ohio State to be a great team this year, especially with everything they brought back at the quarterback position and at wide out and in that backfield. Mm-hmm. So they got a lot of pieces and defensively. So I think it's I think it's really I think it's going to be really close. I think the SEC might be the be the more exciting this year because you looking at the SEC, it's teams that we hadn't even talked about just yet. Yeah. You're looking at Tennessee, who's going to be better in year two under Josh Heupel. I'm expecting them to take the next the, the next step. Once again, we we talking about Florida. They get a top ten rank. Utah Utes coming into town. Uh, kick it off, baby. Kick it off. And the questions that they're having about Florida is, you know, not Florida fans wouldn't think it's a question, but what they have, what they have at quarterback, what does this kid really can do? Is he the real deal? And we're going to get to see that super early against Utah. So if and and the Aggies are going to be there this year, <clears throat> that usually comes down to them in Alabama. L- L- like I just said by LSU, LSU has a lot of questions. I think the SEC might this year outside of Alabama D have have the most questions of what's what's going on with the teams here. There's no like solidified team other than Bama, in my opinion. Hmm. I think a lot of the teams have questions that we're gonna we're gonna figure out as the season go on. But by far I think Alabama is gonna be the standard in the SEC once again because they don't have a question and then that's that schedule is terrible. I mean this gotta be one of Nick Saban's uh outside of Texas and maybe Arkansas and LSU and M and 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 A and and their schedule is is pretty much trash, you know. So but he said this is this is last year was a rebuild year. This is the year they supposed to supposed to win it. So we're gonna see. But outside of Bama, I think all the other teams in the SEC or the ones that have questions somewhere around that team. All right, let's start off with the SEC East. All right, let's get a winner out of the SEC. You got Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, South Carolina, Florida, and Vanderbilt. Black, at the top of the top, man, you got Georgia, Florida, can't sleep on Kentucky, Tennessee, in my opinion. South Carolina is trying to make some noise down there with the addition of Spencer Rattler. Vanderbilt have been what they've been, and Missouri is still in hell. They are still in hell. Can't recruit nobody. Can't get nobody in there because they are banned. So, Black, SEC East winner. Returning defending national champion is in this division. Black, who do you see coming out of the SEC East and why? Um, uh, This, this is going to be interesting. It's, you could easily pick Georgia to come out of the SEC because they're defending champs. And, you know, we already know that they just replugging talent uh, with four stars and five stars. You could easily pick them to to defend it, but I think I think Florida's going to give them a run. A team for me to watch out for here, and, here, and they could make a noise and who could potentially win it. D and I just talked about them. It's the, it's the Tennessee Volunteers this year. Yep, they get they get a good Florida team at home. They and I think if I'm not mistaken, they get Alabama at home mm-hmm. this year. So they could make a lot of noise. They got they got the kid uh, Hayden Hooker at quarterback. I think he's the guy. That's that's taking the next step. I could be wrong, but his name is Hayden Hooker under Josh Heupel. We seen some we seen some good stuff from Tennessee down the end of the stretch. They start we putting did. stuff together. So going into this year with some big big time games at home, I think they could be a team who can make some noise and potentially win this division uh, outside of Georgia and your your typical Florida teams who always wreck their one two at the top. Man, I really want to pick Tennessee. I really want to pick Tennessee. I really, really do, man. But I just can't disrespect Georgia. I think Kentucky will make it interesting. Look, Mark Stoops' teams are tough football teams. They run the ball. They play really good defense. 
But it's always when they go up against that next level of talent, they kind of flame out. Mm. When Kentucky plays Georgia this year, what's going to be the likely outcome? Well, the likely outcome is probably be Georgia's going to win that game. But I'm going to be real with you, Black. I think Kentucky can beat everybody else in the division. Mm. So you don't think no questions there for Kentucky? I think there are. But as you've seen them over the last couple of years – and what Mark Stoops has been able to do there, I'm thinking that they have a fighting chance against everyone in their division. Mm-hmm. I just think when that talent separates, when you face Georgia, is when it'll show. It's mm-hmm. when Georgia, I think Georgia is going to beat them. Florida, Florida, new head coach. Um, a lot of uh, questions there. Uh, uh, he don't want to be called AR-15 no more. Anthony, so, Richardson. Anthony Richardson at quarterback. He's coming in as a starter. The kid has talent. Is he a leader? Can he put Florida in a position to hang around in the SEC? And is he he elite? Is he elite? Yeah. We've seen the talent. Mm -hmm. He got an arm on him, but can he make the timely throws? Can he do the check down instead of trying to get it all? Will he have the trust of – who's the new head coach for Florida? Uh, Uh, Billy Napier. Billy Napier. Will Billy Napier really invest in saying, hey, Anthony – you got the keys, man. I don't know. Just a lot of surrounding questions. I'm going to be real. I'm going to make a lot of Florida fans mad with this. Hey, it ain't the swamp no more. It ain't the swamp. The swamp ain't what it used to be. They got to go in there and reclaim that stadium. The last few big games that I've seen that happened in Florida, they lost. They lost. Is that not a fact? Mm-hmm. You start off the top of the year with the Utah Utes coming into town. That's now, this is this, this is a top 10, 10 team, 16th, 6th ranked team in the country. Is it asking a lot for the Florida Gators to knock off a top 10 team to start the season? Maybe. But this is the SEC. 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 This environment in Gainesville. Will Billy Napier and the Gators have enough to suffocate the Utes and come out of there with a win, that's going to be remain to be seen. I think Florida, they got a lot of questions that's going to be answered this year. We're going to find a lot out about Miller Napier on the big stage because we've been through this at Florida State. You brought in a mid-level coach who's done really well at his last stop. You bring him into Tallahassee and it hasn't worked out too well. Great recruiter. Great recruiter, but it hasn't resulted on the field. So we're just going to find out what the Florida Gators have in store. But, Black, I'm going to pick the Georgia Bulldogs to win the SEC East. Okay. I want to pick Tennessee. I'm I want to pick I'm going with the Vols. There's a dark horse to win it. You're going to pick them to win the SEC East to, to go I, to Atlanta. I feel, I, wow. feel, I feel like them getting, getting, Florida, getting Florida at home and then getting a Georgia team high noon. You know, I, I, and I'm not sure at Georgia. Uh, at Georgia, I, I, I think that's still a wonderful game. They got good quarterback playing. Josh Heupel is a great coach. Okay, he's a great coach, and we've seen a lot of good things from Tennessee. I think they can, they'll be able to utilize that into the new season and put that same how they ended last year, running into the new season coming up here and and do some good things. Okay, I think the key game is definitely going to be when Florida comes to town. Absolutely, yeah, it always so is. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch that game. Okay, ten four. I think the NCC East is going to get we're going to get some good 
quality games out of that division this mm-hmm. year because we know in years past it's been either it's, it's yeah. either been Florida or Georgia and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like the rest of the division is starting to try to catch up with these guys. All right, let's go to the SEC West Black, of course. You got Nick Saban and Alabama Crimson Tide hanging out there yet again. You got Ole Miss. You got Arkansas, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Auburn, and LSU. This is obviously the tougher division in the SEC. Black, how do you see the SEC West unfolding and who comes out? Um, <laughs> yeah, don't take too long. Man, Just it seems like Alabama is the standard in this division. They, they the standard, but I think we're going to get some exciting games in this division. I'm picking Alabama to win it, mm-hmm. but I think uh, Arkansas is going to hang around. Schedule's not tough. No Alabama this year. Mm. Arkansas didn't get Alabama this year, so that's going to be very interesting. Mm. So, um, and they were a good team last year. With uh, they made what Outback Bowl, something like that last yeah, year. Yeah, they had two, or three, lo- three yeah. losses, something like that. So uh, it's going to be interesting to look at them. A and M can Jimbo just get over? He beat Alabama last year, but it's like you saying, can he get over the hump once again? <laughs> can he not lose those games that he's not supposed to lose? Mm-hmm. You know, can can he beat the LSUs and the Arkansas? Can he finally mm-hmm. beat them and have a potential chance to beat Alabama, which I think that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the thing for for him is Texas A&M, make it get in the next step, going to a New Year's Six, potentially getting into a playoff. That that remains to be seen, D. But uh, definitely in this division, LSU, Brian Kelly's there. I expect him 100% totally to turn LSU uh, around. They got a... Top 10 recruiting class uh, for next year. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going down the line. But definitely, by far, Alabama wins this division. Alabama's going to win it in the landslide. Um, I think you have competitive games elsewhere. A&M, Auburn, LSU, Texas, I mean, um, uh, uh, Arkansas, Ole Miss. I think, you, I think last year the SEC West football games were fantastic. You remember the Ole Miss and Arkansas game? My God. What was it, like 99 to 100? Mm-hmm. I mean, they went to like five or six overtime. Yeah. I mean, I remember at Ole Miss and Texas A&M on a Saturday night. That was a great game. I mean, the SC West provided quality football last year, but we just got to keep it real. <laughs> now, will Alabama come across a team that really drags them into the deep waters and, and, and really test them? I'm, I'm sure that one of these teams on an awkward Saturday is going to – Challenge them. Could 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 Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss surprisingly jump up on Nick Saban and make it very very interesting? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Can LSU and and Brian Kelly and his new offense down in Baton Rouge really get ahead on Nick and really make it tough for them? I mean, probably. But I, I'm a, I'm a ride with you, man. I I wouldn't mind seeing Texas A and M beat Alabama this year just because what did they do in the media? But I already know them boys got them circled on their calendar. <laughs> they lost to them last year. Nick and Jimbo been beefing in the offseason. I know for a fact that Alabama is waiting on Jimbo and the Aggies to come through at Alabama. I know for a fact. And I know that's going to be an 8 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. I know it is. So, yeah, Alabama, they're going to win the SEC West I have Alabama. I have Georgia in the SEC championship in Atlanta. Once again. Black, you have Tennessee. 
Tennessee versus Alabama. And, and the SEC, go ahead. And correct, uh, Arkansas does play Alabama. They get Alabama at home. Okay. This year, so let's see. Yeah, in the same division. Yeah, they in the same division. Yeah. So hopefully, let's see what we can get from Arkansas. Could we get an Arkansas team Could that we? surprised a lot of people? Remember, boy, when Texas came in that thing last year, now. Yeah, we do. I mean, they boy, they put a smacking on the Longhorns. Yes, they last did. Last year, so they still got the kid uh, KJ. Uh, Richardson, so at quarterback, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see the ag- ag- I mean uh, the Razorbacks. I'm going to keep a close eye on them as well, but definitely uh, Alabama is going to win this division once again. So I got Tennessee versus Alabama SEC championship. All right, Black, who wins the SEC this year? Tennessee, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama beats Alabama. Georgia in my game. Alabama beats Tennessee in your game. We both have Alabama representing the SEC and. Definitely going to the college football player. We just go ahead and say that right now. So the SEC look like you're going to be able to get some competitive games, especially in the SEC West. I think the SEC East, there's a lot to be desired there. Georgia should come out. But like Black said, and I would not be opposed to Tennessee. Can Tennessee really get back into the the, the shake of things? And like you said, it's, that Tennessee-Florida game, the winner of that game is going to eliminate themselves from an opportunity to face Georgia, beat Georgia, and get on to the SEC championship game. That's just my opinion. And the Gators got a lot of questions, man. I think this is one of the years that I can remember that the mystique of the Florida Gators is just with the fan base. It's just with the fan base. I don't hear their names mentioned nowhere. I don't. Normally, throughout their history, you've gotten the Florida Gators out here. But I'm not hearing their name. I'm not hearing anything about no swamp. I'm not hearing it. And this is not a personal deal because I don't, I'm not a fan of Florida. But I'm just being honest. I'm not used to it. Yeah. I'm not used to it. So well, a lot of Florida, questions to be answered. Know, and you know Florida fans like to fly on the radar anyway. They try to. <laughs> they try to be humble and all that. But we the jig is up. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and move on to the next Power 5 conference. Black, let's head on out to the big 10, my boy. The Big Ten Conference where the Michigan Wolverines won the Big Ten last year. Black, this conference has been one of the better conferences in all of college football. I'm excited to see the Big Ten uh, this year. Black, what are your thoughts just going into the season of the Big Ten? Um, Excited about the Big Ten. Big Ten is like uh, that... Uh Hard nosed conference to to me, you know that mm-hmm. that dog fight, that blood, <laughs> blood sweat and tears mm-hmm. conference, and not and not saying that the SEC isn't, but the Big Ten is definitely right there with the uh, with the SEC and huh? and who would have thought we've been talking about the Big Ten in the in the SEC? We know what the SEC was, but Big Ten has over the years took that next step to solidify their stuff. Yeah, no doubt, solidify themselves right behind the SEC. So uh, very excited about uh, what we can get in this division this year. Also. Also being headed by once again Ohio State. It's not a lot that I really see happening against against the Buckeyes this year because these guys are low dead. Yes, they are on both sides of the ball, and they recruit very well. Uh, it's going to be it's, <laughs> it's going to be a dogfight. Like uh, Michigan, I don't know. Penn State, <sighs> I want to know, but you're not even ranked, mm-hmm. so I have to see what you got. But 
Iowa. What we, Iowa always does it to us every year. They they play good down uh, all year and then down the stretch. Flame they let out. us down. And D called it last year. He was like, bro, at some point they're going to flame out. And they did. They were in the top 10 all uh I think last they got up year. to the top five yeah. at one point. <laughs> and then flamed out yeah. and lost to, I can't remember who the heck they lost to. Yeah. Somebody like the last two weeks of the season and just put them out the mix of everything. They made it to the Big Ten title yeah. and got absolutely train wrecked by yeah, Michigan. So, yeah, so... Um, it's going to be it's, – it's definitely uh, Ohio State and everybody else this year in this conference, D. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. I, you know, I, I'm excited to see the fighting Mel Tuckers get after it again. I'm excited to see, um, you know, how can Michigan sustain anything from last year. Um, I'm excited to see um, uh, the Boilermakers, Purdue. I'm excited to see them. See what they were able to bring from last year, especially that exciting bowl game with Tennessee when it was 54-50 or something <laughs> like that. What can the Boilermakers bring to the table? But like you said, Black, I mean, the talent discrepancy with the Buckeyes is just massive. These boys are loaded. My fav- One of my favorite games last year was the Rose Bowl, Ohio State and Utah. And, man, look, you saw that – like, they woke up in the second half against Utah. And the fact that they had the emerging young talent win the game, I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is a preview of next year? This year? It's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, let's go ahead and kick off in the divisions, Black. Let's start off in the SEC. I mean, excuse me, the Big Ten East, all right? Indiana, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, and Rutgers. Black, what do you see with this division and who comes out of the Big Ten East? Um, I believe Michigan comes. Michigan is going to win this division. Who? Mich- I mean, Ohio State. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have. But you I'm out. looking. But I'm looking at. I'm looking at Michigan. D. They ranked in the top ten at number eight. So, if you ranked in the top ten at number eight, that means you're returning something or you're, you're they are good, good. They are quarterback play still kind of iffy. You don't air. know what it is there, but. Ohio State doesn't have, doesn't have have those issues at the quarterback position. They do not. So, <laughs> I could we get another could we get another game against coming down to Michigan and Ohio State in the horseshoe this Quite year? possibly. Uh for for that for the East title, it could be with these two teams two teams being ranked in the top 10, but we just we shall see, but my pick I'm going with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, I mean Michigan is going to compete and be competitive. Michigan is going to be making things interesting. Yes, they are. Penn State's finally coached. They are finally coached. But I don't think they're going to be in the top three of this division. I like Michigan State this year. I think they lost some, some not a lot, but some key pieces to yeah, their defense. Their Walker, man. And they lost their running back. Just fantastic talent that he is. But I like Mel Tucker, man. I, I like Mel Tucker. I think he's going to make some stuff interesting, man. He, they ain't going to make it interesting enough to do nothing because Ohio State is going to win the East by a landslide. But I'm just looking at the potential games, Michigan and Michigan State, Michigan State and Ohio State. Where's that game at? I'm not sure. You have to look it up. Oh, I'm not okay, sure. I don't okay, really okay. have it in front of me. But I'm just – there's some some stuff here in the SEC East that is attractive. But all in all, man, you know – uh, Ohio State is going to win this division. I mean, Indiana's always a fun team. Mm-hmm. We always pay attention to them, at least like the first six weeks of the season. Ohio State goes to Michigan State. Okay, year. so they go to yeah. uh, East Lansing this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, Ohio State by a landslide. Do you right? think Ohio State has a slip up this year on the schedule, or they 
they go all the way through. It's always a potential in your conference. Yeah. Where there could do I think that Ohio State will be taken to a close fourth quarter fourth quarter game? Yeah, I do. But I also think there's a really good chance they beat everybody by 40. <laughs> They're just that type of team this year mm-hmm. due to the talent that they have. So I would like to see them in some close games in the fourth quarter and we'll see what happens. But Black, I'm gonna be real with you, man. I'm just not sold that we're going to get that. I'm okay. just not sold that we're going to get that. All right, let's go on over to the Big Ten West. You got Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern, Purdue, and Wisconsin. By God. Might be the worst division in all of college football. <laughs> Black, talk to me about the Big Ten West and Jesus pick a winner. Well, <laughs> well looking at it, you got to say Wisconsin because they ranked 18th. You know, it seems like Wisconsin all usually always wins this side. So, uh, you got to go with the uh, honey, uh, the Badgers of Wisconsin to win this to win this division. But like you said, D, look out for Purdue. You don't we, just look out for them. Those boys were young, bring them back a lot of talent. So we're going to see what Purdue is able to do. And then you also have Iowa. Got to always look out for Iowa on that Kurt side. Kurt great coach. You know, they uh, last year they. Down the end of the stretch, they faded. They faded, but you know, Kurt Ferentz are always going to have these kids ready to rock and roll. So for me, D, I'm going. For me, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to stay solid. I'm going to pick Wisconsin to win. But wouldn't be shocked if we get a Purdue or Iowa to win this side as well. I'm gonna take the Purdue Boilermakers, man. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> take the Purdue Boilermakers to win the West Division. They're bringing back a lot of young talent. Um, they're finally coached, and they were one of the. Is it safe to say they were one of the teams who you didn't want to play last year? Yeah, it was a few teams in the big in the big team that didn't want to play. Then. Didn't want to play Purdue last year, and I just it's going to be interesting to see what they bring back to the table this year. I think they can win this West Division. Another team that is quietly being slept on, and I'm seeing a lot of rumblings. I actually, did a piece on them on ESPN. Uh, I believe it was Sunday or Monday. The Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay. Nebraska has finally not under the Taylor Martinez. Arrow, the quarterback that was out there for 20 years. 20 years. 40 years. Gone, man. He was out there at Nebraska. They're under new everything at Nebraska. Watch out for the Cornhuskers. Could they catch somebody slipping early? You don't really know a lot that's going on out there in Lincoln right now. And a lot of teams who are kept quiet and under the radar, they can mess around and bite somebody mm-hmm. when they're not looking on a Saturday. Watch out for the Cornhuskers to see. I'm not calling for them to be special, but I'm just saying keep a close eye if you're in the Big Ten football and see what they can do. But I'm going to go with the Purdue Boilermakers, the Outlast, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, and the rest of the uh, – the rest of the roster in the Big Ten West. So, Black Big Ten Championship for me, Ohio State versus Purdue. I have Ohio State winning by 70. Black, what do you got? Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Who wins it? Ohio State by 50. Yeah. 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 The Buckeyes <laughs> plant their flag and state their claim uh, in the Big Ten division, uh, in the Big Ten Conference this year. All right, Black, let's head on over to the AC. C, my boy. And Black, what's happened to the ACC in the past couple years, man? I don't know, man. Just a, <laughs> it's just a down spell for the ACC this year. And, you know, I hate getting into these conversations about the ACC. And we know we know what the ACC is. You know, you <laughs> it, it's usually now it's been ran by Clemson. If Clemson can stay clean and, you know, hopefully the emergence of Miami. We don't know what Florida State is going to do. 
inside track says that Florida State looks a lot better, a bigger team on the outside, got some got some weapons. So they're looking for Florida State to be better than they were last year. Who knows what that could be? And I love my teams. I, I really don't know. I'm even in question of what's going on. But um, we're going to see what happens with Florida State. Clemson, like you said at the top, D, can they, can they get great quarterback play from your guy? Uh, I always butch his name, D. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Number five. <laughs> yeah, number five. <laughs> can, he ha- can he be a better quarterback for them this year? They got talent. They got they got good talent. He they get four stars and five stars in there. He yeah. didn't have a he was he was the question. Yep. He was the question last year. So can can he get over the top and can Clemson stay clean and get back to the playoff this year? Last year you had last year you had no ACC team in the playoff. No <clears throat> ACC team last year in the playoff. The first year since it started. It's no it's been no ACC team. So let's wow. see if they can get back to being the conference who's Gets to the playoff, but we shall see. A lot of questions. Wake Forest lost uh, their quarterback yeah, for man. a big part of the season this yeah, year. Man. With uh, I think uh, uh, some type of uh, inner injury, in, in, uh, something with his internal, heart, internal, internal injury. Internal injury. Yeah. So uh, that's that's going to be Tough a big blow deal. Uh, Pitt is is ranked in the top what fifteen? I think they're sixteen. Replacing Kenny Pickett, yeah. Though. Replacing Kenny Pickett, they lost the uh, the receiver. Ken Atkins went to uh, USC. USC. Right? <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a lot of questions in the ACC this year, D. But I think this thing is wide open. If it's one team, I say God that that really has the inside track. It's the Miami Hurricanes this year. Could this be the year they finally? get to an ACC championship and can win it mm-hmm. with having Mario Cristobal there and all the talent they've, they're they bringing back and then what they did in recruiting. I'm really been going to be interested to see what the uh, what the Hurricanes can do this year. But I think, it's, I think it's going to come down to them and maybe Clemson this year. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with the divisions mm-hmm. out here in the ACC Atlantic, all right? You have Boston College, Clemson, Florida State, Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, and Wake Forest, Black, who comes out of this division and why? No, I just gave it away, but you good. I think uh, I believe Clemson will. Um, I would. I would love to say my team. I'm. I'm sorry. Man. I would love to say my team gonna win this division. D. I would love to say it, man. But I just like. Is this the first time in in our lives that we really just don't know? <laughs> we knew the last couple of years we was like we know it's gonna be an uphill battle. We are gonna be trash, but. Florida State is really bringing back a lot, a young talent, a lot of guys, guys who got a lot of playing time. Can Jordan Travis take the next step to not be the running quarterback? Can he get the ball downfield? Could Florida State make some noise in this division? I don't know. I would love for them to. But uh, this, I believe Clemson wins this division D this year once again. Yeah, I got Clemson winning the division. I think they'll do it easily. Uh, my team, Florida State, man, I mean, people – People tend to dislike the fact that I'm the type of fan that I am, and I don't care. I'm an emotional fan, okay? I don't have time for it. I'm used to winning. I'm used to winning culture. I'm not with this bottom-of-the-barrel, midway-living Tallahassee thing that we got going on right now. I didn't come up like that. So I ain't finna settle. You can say what you want to say about me. I can care less. Now, I don't know what Florida State's going to do this year. But I will say this. This is it for Mikey. Rev Norvell, whatever your nickname, this is it. Full, 
full team coming back. A lot of the talent that was there, minus Jermaine Johnson and a couple other pieces, is back. Florida State competed more so than not last year. Mm-hmm. The year before, we didn't compete at all. We didn't. So I'm hoping the progress continues to go up. Me, I want to see more wins. I want to see us beat Louisville. Don't want to lose to them anymore. I want to beat NC State. Don't want to lose to them anymore. Wake, Syracuse. The only team in this division that I would understand a loss to is Clemson. I'm being real. Why not? Why wouldn't Florida State be able to compete and beat the rest of the teams in these divisions? In this division. Why? There ain't no reason why. They should be able to do that. I'm not going to be naive. Clemson's going to win this division and it's going to be easy. Clemson has Florida State circled on their calendar. You want to know why? Because Coach Norvell and the Florida State Seminoles were landing in the, I mean, Clemson was headed to Tallahassee, landed in the airport, and when they landed in the airport, they learned that Mike Norvell canceled the game because potential COVID outbreak. Now, hey, I'm not saying nothing against COVID. Well, they played them last year. Did they play? Yeah, yeah, they did. That you was the year. That was. COVID was it the year, year before? It was the year before. Same thing. <laughs> they played them last. Same year, thing. And we lost at the end of the game. Same yeah. thing. It was a competitive game. So though. I know them boys got a circle. Yeah. So want to see Florida State compete? I would like to see them finish second in this division. Not going to be naive. Florida State, not going to be naive. Clemson's going to win it, but Florida State should be second in this division. Let, let, let me stop you real quick. I got a couple of questions for you. Yes, Florida sir. State. We know they we know they they start off with this uh private high school, whoever this is, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. For their first game on the 27th of this month. And then and then the following week, week two, uh on a Sunday. Versus LSU, Mercedes Mercedes Benz Superdome. Yep. Do you do you expect to see a good product put on the field? Do you expect them to beat LSU in that game in New Orleans? I expect to see what I saw at the beginning of the first game that we had last year, where we fought Notre Dame tooth and nail, and we're in position to win that game. <clears throat> We were in position to really set ourselves up to have a really good season. If we could have just held on and win that game, that's what I expect to see. We play LSU in the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome. That's what I expect. Do I expect Florida State to have a chance to win? The answer is yes. This is the opening game. You know how it is in college football. Mm -hmm. Those opening games really can go either way when you have two teams that are Similar. They're similar where they are. We don't know what Brian Kelly is going to bring to the table with LSU. We don't know. We played Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, but we ain't played Brian Kelly at LSU. So we're going to see, is LSU talented? Of course they are. It's LSU. But Florida State's talented too. I expect a physical game. I expect a close game. And I'm just going to be real, bro. I expect to win, bro. Okay. I expect to be LSU week one. And get this thing turned around. Now, personally, when you look at Norvell, I don't dislike the guy. It's time. It's year three. A lot of talent back from last year and the previous year. These boys got to compete, have fire, play hard. 
Jordan Travis, is he one of my favorites? He is not, but he is who we have. <laughs> and he is in his last stint at Florida State. Mm-hmm. You gotta think, you gotta think that he can empty out the tank and get some big wins to put on his resume. What about you? Yeah, I I I definitely think Novell is in the hot seat this year. When you want to talk about, you got a, a new athletic director there, a young guy who wants to, who's, who's been, if I'm not mistaken, he's a Florida State guy himself. You know, he, the history is, he did something at Florida State before becoming the AD, but he knows what Florida State winning is supposed to look like. He knows what coaching is supposed to look like. So, and um, I believe Novell know the pressure is on this year. The pressure is on him this year. Now they schedule LSU for this year and next year. We didn't know uh <laughs> we didn't know Brian Kelly was going to LSU. We didn't before we got that alert. So we was like, oh wow, man, what's going on? But you know, LSU is not LSU of old. You know, those those are winnable games, D. I I wanna I want to win that game. I wanna see I finally wanna see if Florida State can put something together and look dominant. We haven't seen Florida State look dominant in a long time. Could could this be a year where we get a dominant looking performance this year? And I don't want the slip-ups like Jacksonville State. I don't want stuff like that happening this year. I just want to see how clean Florida State can be this year. Of course, you're going to have the hoorah and the blue blah from everybody about Florida State. We understand what it is. My thing is, they can can they compete? Can they look dominant? And can they stay clean of these games that they're not supposed to lose and end up losing them? So it's going to, that's that's what we're really going to stand out for me this year. But D, I'm with you. I expect them to compete and 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 get a win up in New Orleans. You know, we got them on a Sunday night, eight o'clock under un, eight o'clock under the lights. The whole world gonna be watching. That seems to be the thing for Florida State here lately. We either playing on Memorial Day on the Monday or either on the Sunday. And now we playing on the Sunday in New Orleans against LSU. So. Um, Prime I'm ex- time spot, man. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So hopefully Mike Norvell with that pressure, with that hot seat under him, hopefully he can put something together. But uh, word is, you know, he, this team that he has now, man, with the, the young talent coming along and then the big bodies on the outside and Jordan Travis developing more into a, uh, uh, developing as a quarterback, it should be into into some interesting things for Florida State. So we're definitely going to see, D. Yeah, we're definitely going to see. Uh, obviously, me and Black will be focused and dialed in. And uh, we're going to see what happens. All right, let's go to the Coastal, man. The ACC Coastal, Duke, Georgia Tech, Miami, North Carolina, Pitt, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Black, who comes out of the Coastal? Um, D, I'm going to pick Miami this year. Okay. I think Miami I think Miami has the inside track. Like I said, you know, they got a, they, they got a real test week three or week four against A&M. But uh, looking at their schedule, man, it's a lot of games on here that are, that are winnable, D, for them. Like, I don't see why Miami can't win, win the Coastal. They got Bethune-Cookman, Southern Miss. Then they go to A&M. Then they got Middle Tennessee State. They got they got North Carolina come to town. They go to Virginia Tech. They got Duke come to town. They got um, they go to Virginia. Florida State goes to Miami. They got Georgia Tech. They, they uh, go to Clemson this year. And then they end off the season uh, with Pitt coming in town. So, their schedule, man, if you're looking at their schedule, it's a lot of, it's a lot of wins here. You know, if you if you're talking about uh, Clemson, you never know what Florida State and Miami is going to be. That's a rivalry game that can go either way. And then A and M, outside of those three games, are in question. I think they can win the rest and and win the coastal and potentially have a chance to 
see if they can get a chance to go to a playoff and make some noise. But I believe this is the year for Miami to finally knock the door down and get into the get into an ACC championship. Definitely, Van Dyke might be the best quarterback in the ACC. He might be the best quarterback in the ACC. Yeah, with Sam Hartman going down for Wake Forest, because I think it was between him and Sam Hartman. I'm going Van Dyke. Yeah, Van Dyke. Now, no disrespect to Uncle Ouvier. Mm-hmm. I know I butchered your name, dog, and if you hear this, my fault. Got love for you, bro. Van Dyke's the best quarterback in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mario Cristobal is bringing a culture and an energy that he had in Oregon where they won football games. They won Pac-10, Pac-10 championships in Oregon under Mario Cristobal. The thing with Miami is they always hollering they back, but they ain't been back nowhere. How you, done, how you been back, Miami, when you ain't won nothing? The ACC been going on for 15 years. And y'all ain't won nothing. Y'all ain't been back for a mighty long time. You let a depleted Florida State team knock you off, bruh. Last year. Our claim to fame last year was knocking y'all off. Now, this Miami team has a lot of talent. Best quarterback in the conference. They should win the Coastal. Matter of fact, the game between them and Pittsburgh is going to determine who goes to the ACC championship game. Now, if I know Miami, like you know Miami, they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. <laughs> they lose to Pittsburgh. I'm just saying we know them like we know. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I'm going to be real about it. I think Miami will beat Pittsburgh this year. And they're going to go to the ACC championship game to face the Clemson Tigers. Mario Cristobal is going to bring more of a general-like mentality to Miami. All those fun and games that uh, Manny Diaz and the previous coaches were letting those boys run up a muck on the sideline. Uh-uh. They said they Mario Cristobal kicked the uh, turnover chain out the door. My boy. First day, <laughs> get it out of here. You ain't earned nothing. What you celebrating for? So Cristobal is going to be the reason, because I was a fan of Mario. I want Mario at Florida State. But he got homegrown beginnings down there in South Florida. That's why he's back down there with the Canes. So Miami should win this division. I believe they will win this division. Van Dyke is going to be prepped to have a really nice year. Van Dyke could be a sleeper Heisman candidate this year. He had a solid year last year, but we didn't see Van Dyke coming last year. We know he's there this year. So how was I going to play dividends to his, into his season? All in all, Miami wins the Coastal, sets up a date with Clemson, uh, for the ACC championship, Black who wins the ACC, Clemson or Miami? D, I'm going to go Miami. Really? I'm going to pick Miami to win to win the ACC this year. Um, will they stay clean and win the ACC? I don't know. They could win the ACC and have one or two losses yeah, if they win the Coastal. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, can they stay clean and win the ACC? I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that, but I'm picking them to win the ACC over Clemson this year. I just think they have a little bit more then Clemson has, and like you said, I think they have the better quarterback. I, I believe Van Dyke is uh, the better quarterback. I was I was back and forth with him and 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 and, and Wake Forest quarterback, but he's not going to be playing this year. So he's by far the best quarterback in the division, and he's better than Clemson's quarterback. So I believe with the talent Miami's bringing back, and then what they what Crystal Ball brings to the table, I see no reason for uh, Miami to knock down the door and win the ACC crown. Man. I just don't see it, bro. I I I, I wanna I wanna pick Miami. 
it's not because I'm fans of him. I'm just want to be a realist. But man, Dabo just got that sauce, bro. Even on his down years, he still went in the ACC, bro. Mm-hmm. Even on his down years, they finished strong to close out the year last year, man. I got to thank my boy Ouglevier. My bad, bro. I got to thank he will be better. There's new coaches around at Clemson. After Brent Venables left and went to Oklahoma, he took the offensive coordinator with him. So, man. I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it just so I can come in here and say I told you so. <laughs> I'm going to take Clemson to win the ACC, bro. I'm going to take Clemson to win the ACC. Will I be surprised if Miami win it? No. And is it going to be something that somebody can hoot and holler to me about? Oh, you said Clemson was going to? No. Because I firmly believe they can win it. But I'm going to take Clemson to nudge them out, man. I'm going to take Clemson to win ACC. One question here. Yes, sir. 11-19, November 19th. Yes, sir. Miami at Clemson. Okay. If they meet each other again in the ACC, would you say the winner of that game potentially loses the rematch in the ACC title game? It's hard to say because you see rematches in the ACC championship and championship games all the time, and the same team who lost the first time lose the second time. (laughs) And I'm going to be real, which I mean, I'm going to say yes because I like Van Dyke. I, I like Van Dyke. And if Van Dyke loses the first time, I believe he has the talent and the wherewithal to correct what he did wrong if they lose in the regular season and get it right in the championship game. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to okay. say if Clemson wins in a regular season, yes, I could see Miami winning the ACC championship game or vice versa. I, I, I can see that. Yes, I can see that. Okay. I can see that. All right, Black, let's move along. How many conferences we got left? We got two left, man. Let's go to the pack. 10, man. The Pac-10 where the um, probably the most intriguing team in all of college football will be in the Pac-10 this year. And Black, that is the USC Trojans who are just budding. Budding at the fact with Lincoln Riley at the ham. Caleb Williams was stolen from... Oklahoma, what's my man out of Pittsburgh, the receiver? Atkins. Addison. Addison. Addison has At- left Pittsburgh yeah. and went to USC. Yeah. Oklahoma has taken a lot of starters from <laughs> USC. has taken a lot of starters from Oklahoma and brought them out to USC. Black, I, 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 the whole conference is has, the cold conference of the Pac-10, in my opinion, has validity because of USC. Is that a false statement, or am I kind of reaching there? Um, of course they're gonna be. In my opinion, of course you you, you can bring Leak and Riley there, so the Pac-12 is going to be re- relevant uh, because of USC. But I think the team to beat is the Utah U's. Okay, they proved that last year going to a Rose Bowl. Before we get there, I'm mm-hmm. just saying the reason why the Pac-12 is going to be eyes on them, why people are going to be oh, tuning yeah. in, it's going to be USC. because of USC. Yeah, because of yeah, not no disrespect to Utah. Yeah, because yeah. of what <laughs> because of what they brought there. Yeah, I mean you're looking at Leak and Riley. What his career career record at Oklahoma was 55 and 10. Yeah, a lot like, of wins. This man this man lost 10 games, D. A lot of wins, and it seemed like he was at Oklahoma for a very long time, right? Yep. So, and he did a lot of winning. You would expect him to win a lot of games at USC, correct? Yep. So, and then especially with the talent he's bringing there, and he's literally flipped the whole recruiting class from Oklahoma to USC. Yep. You know, so 
of course you feel like at some point they're going to they're going to be the standard and be the eye popping you know gotta watch on TV team to uh, look at right. in the Pac twelve. Um, it's going to be very exciting to see what Lincoln Riley can he bring. Can he bring back that energy that Pete Carroll had when he was there? Mm-hmm. Can he can can he can he replicate that? You know that's what that's that's what I want to see. Can he get the superstars, the Hollywood, the actresses, and the superstars back on the sideline at USC for these games? Because it ain't been like that for a very long time. Can mm-hmm. he bring that back? That's going to be very interesting to see. I believe at some point he will do that, but I believe uh, starting off you have a little a couple of struggles here. At first, starting off at the in uh, at think, USC, yeah, do you think do. so? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Why do you think that? I think I think so because I believe that Utah is a really good team this year. They're really good. They bring back everything. I think what they lost on the defensive side was the linebacker who got drafted to the Jaguars mm-hmm. in the first round. But other than that, they bring back a uh, great quarterback play, great running back play, mm-hmm. very good defense. You know, and and under uh, man, what's the head coach's name? I always forget For his name. For uh, Utah, man, I always forget his name. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but yeah. um, he's he's a a, a no nonsense coach, man. So I love what Utah doing. And then even though they lost to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, Utah showed last year beating what beating the Ducks twice Twi- last year. <laughs> it really, really pissed us off. Really they, pissed us they off. They put a mon- they threw a monkey wrench in everything, everything. last year. Yep. So it's going to be interesting. But we're really going to see what they made of week one when they play Florida. Yes, we when are. They get Florida. So I think it's going to take some time. I think uh, I believe that the Utes are going to make some noise in the Pac-12 this year once again. All right, Black. Um, I just think USC is going to. Really overwhelm college football. I'm gonna just be really this. Yes, I'm bright lights. All that coming back now. I'm going. I'm gonna jump right off the porch, USC, and say they're gonna be a college football playoff contender this year. Really? I'm telling you, man. Look, the movement. A lot of holes there now. It's a lot to be. You got to fix a lot. It's a lot to be said of a leader when people want to follow. A lot of people came with Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. Not just Caleb Williams. We saw what he did at Oklahoma. Right? Addison out of pit. Wasn't he like the, the didn't he win the receiver award last year for best receiver in college? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he brought a lot of starters from Oklahoma with him. He is a genius mind of offense. He's a I don't want to call him a player's coach, but he's some he's what we think Lane Kiffin should be. Yeah. Lane Kiffin is somebody who you can probably be around and feel like, I want to play for Lane Kiffin. But Lane Kiffin just don't be delivering, bro. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley, when he talk and you see him at his press conference, I'll be like, you know what? I, I would like my son to go and play for uh, Lincoln Riley. I like how he talk. I like how he keep himself up. It like he relates to the players. A younger coach. Good offensive mind. And now he's going to Los Angeles. And I'm bullish on the Trojans this year, man. Don't be surprised if the Trojans win the Pac-10 this year. Don't be surprised if the Trojans are making a claim to go to the college football playoff this year. I'm just saying, it's something to be said about a leader that people uproot themselves to follow. And a lot of people have followed Lincoln Riley to Los Angeles. Let me ask you this. Quick question. Yeah. 
Him being at Oklahoma, we know what he did. 55 and 10. Uh, Oklahoma, blue blood of college football. The stand, one of the standards of college football. The prestige. What Oklahoma is. We know what USC is. The Trojans, you know. Trojan War, LA. Under the lights. You know, broad, you know uh, just everything about LA. Is, the pre- is it more pressure for him to deliver in L.A. at USC like, like it was at Oklahoma? Where's the pre- Is it more pressure him being at USC than it was at Oklahoma? And we know Oklahoma is one of the standards of college football. I'm going to say the only reason pressure is there because he left Oklahoma to go to USC. But hear me out on this. I think the jobs are the, are the, are the same. Really? I think the situations are exactly the same. Okay. Look at Oklahoma where they were in the Big Twelve. He had to pick up the he had to pick up the uh the the uh the the, the, the bag real quick at Oklahoma because they was they already winning Big Twelve championships before him. They was. They was winning before Ten him. win teams. Every year before team. he got there. Every year before he got there. Absolutely. And, and day one, didn't he pick up that bag and keep it going? He sure did. That thing could have went but that's south. always been a standard though at Oklahoma. Before a new head coach, that's a lot to ask. But look what we're going through at Florida State. But he was already there. He was already plugged but in. He's the head man. Coordinator but under he, Bob Stoops. But he so the head he already man. knew what it was. But he the head man. Of course. It's a lot. It's a different yeah. circumstance. Yeah. Going to USC. Yeah. So you would say the pressure was more at Oklahoma, correct? I'm gonna say yes. Bob okay. Stoops a legendary coach. Brought national championship there. <laughs> yeah. That's who he following up at USC. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> What's the expectation rate at USC before him? Nothing. What is what is what has UFC done to be relevant in the media? And not, not what have they been done to be relevant for you to say I'm gonna watch USC play tonight? <laughs> you yeah. gotta go, you gotta go back a long time, my boy. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> is there pressure on his shoulders just to bring USC back from the dundrums up to the LA lights? Of course it is. But I don't think he's gonna be rattled by this in no way, shape, or form. He has the talent. He's arguably brought a top ten college football quarterback. With him. He has. We seen Caleb Williams on the field. We have. He's exceptional. <laughs> now, what talent in the Pac-10 outside of Utah and Oregon are you like, well, I don't know if USC can beat them. I'll wait. <laughs> Nobody. Thank you. <laughs> in the Nobody. Big Ten, if you beat Baylor and if you beat Texas, you're going to the Big Ten, Big 12 Championship. In the Pac-10, you beat Oregon, you beat Utah, you're going to the college football playoff. I think it's the I think it's the same thing for him. I don't think he's losing no sleep being out in USC. Matter okay. of fact, I think he's gonna be a little bit more comfortable out there. Ooh, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm bullish on the Trojans. All right. Yeah, I just I just real quick before you move, I I, I just really think we're. His situation at Oklahoma was was really tailor made for him being there, having to sit behind a guy like Bob Stoops. Now you're asking Lincoln Riley for the first time in his career, where he's always been the standard in the Big Twelve and was able to just keep that thing rolling. You asking him to bring a team that's been in the in the mud for a very long time. Yes, he's bringing pieces with him, but can we see? Lincoln Riley, can we really see the Lincoln Riley that we got from Oklahoma? That's the question for me. I'm going to say can yes. Can we see the same Lincoln Riley that we got at USC who was able to just pick up and keep things going? Now, this is, this is, a, this is a real challenge in my opinion. Because, like you said, USC hasn't been nothing. They haven't done nothing. 
We haven't seen them. They haven't been on the spotlight in a very long time. When was the last time, as you say, you heard somebody say, watch out for USC. But you you believe that this year's the year you're going to get watch out for USC. Mm-hmm. I believe I, be, I believe that can be, but I think it's going to be some hurdles in the mix of that, D, because this is the first, this is uncharted water for Lincoln Raleigh here, in my opinion. This is uncharted water being in the program where you have to bring from the, the mud. You didn't have to do that in Oklahoma because everything was laid out for you after Bob Stoops. Now you literally are the guy. You literally are the guy. We're going to be able to see how you can build the program up and get them back to the stage. But I'm very interested to see what that looks like, D. And and I'm not going to sit here and say he will not be successful because he's always been successful at Oklahoma. He's been a successful coach, 55 and 10, once again. So it's going to be interesting to see how he can put USC back on top of the Pac-12. 10-4, I feel you. But I think he answers that challenge. But get the you, you know what the beautiful thing about it is, oh black, we get to actually we, find out and see. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right, let's start off in the east. In the east of the Pac-12, Washington State, USC, Stanford, Arizona, Oregon, and Colorado. Black, who comes out of the Pac-10 East? Um, what they have a East? They don't have a side. I thought they did. I think the top two teams who win the division play for the championship. It says East, Washington State, USC, Stanford, Arizona, Oregon, and Colorado. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, I'm looking on ESPN. They don't even have a side. They just have all the teams listed. Okay. So, um, what'd you say the teams was in the East again? Uh, Washington State, USC, Stanford, Arizona, Oregon, and Colorado. Well, you you have to pick Oregon here, even though they you got a new coach. They got the defensive guy from Georgia named Lanning. He's becoming the new head coach at Oregon. So we're going to see what Oregon can do. Can they pick up after losing Crystal Ball to Miami? Would they be able to be what they that what we expect Oregon to be offensively? Would they be a better defensive team uh, under their new head coach? Most definitely because he's a defensive guy. Look at what he was able to do at Georgia with all that talent he had. One of the best defenses we've seen in a very long time. So I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick uh, Oregon to come out of the East. D. Um, I think I said it wrong. Okay, okay. so it's the Pac-12 North and the Pac-12 Pac-12 South. Okay. So sorry about that. So this is the correct information: Oregon State, Stanford, Washington State, California Bears, Oregon Ducks, and Washington Huskies in the North. Okay. Who you have coming out of the North? Uh, the Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks. Out of the Pac-12 South, Arizona State, the Fighting Herm Edwards, by God, Arizona Wildcats, UCLA Bruins, Colorado Buffaloes, the USC Trojans, and the Utah Utes. I'm going to stick with the old faithful. I'm going to say Utah. Okay. I'm going to say Utah win this side once again and, and, and to proven differently. So I'm going to roll with Utah to win the, uh, what's it, the, the South? The, the South. The South, okay. Man, out of the North, man, mm. I want to roll with Oregon, but I know they have, they got some of their issues of their own. New head coach, a new voice over them. Stanford always is a tough team that you got to consider. Every once in a while, Washington, uh, University of Washington, Kind of makes their uh, kind of stakes their claim, but I'm gonna go with Oregon. I'm gonna just honestly, I'm gonna pick Oregon by default. By default, I'm gonna pick Oregon by default to represent uh, the Pac-12 North in the, in the uh, Big Ten championship game. And out of the Pac-12, I'm gonna take the USC Trojans. Okay, I'm gonna take USC to upset Utah and come out of that division. And um, 
I think they're going to represent the Pac-12 uh, South and uh, get a championship game with the Oregon Ducks. Black, who do you have winning your Pac-10? I got um, what I got Oregon versus Utah. Utah. The Utah a rematch from last I'm year. I'm going to pick Utah. I think I believe Utah keeps this thing rolling, and potentially if they can stay clean, have a chance to uh, get to a playoff game. Okay, I'm going to take the USC Trojans. Okay, I'm going to take the USC Trojans and. Lincoln Riley's first year at USC, I'm going to take him to win the Pac-12. Now, I'm bullish on him. I I just think that we are in for a treat out here in Los Angeles. I just think that we are, and I'm really excited to see if I'm wrong or right on that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to take USC. That's what you expect. Yeah, I'm going to take USC for sure um, to win the Pac-12. 10 this year all right one more one more conference that is the lowly big 12 black the lowly big 12 now this is the conference that doesn't have any divisions they just have uh uh all the teams lined up on one way so here we go west virginia iowa state kansas kansas state oklahoma oklahoma state baylor texas tcu and texas tech Black, your thoughts on the Big 12 and who wins the Big 12? Well, who makes the Big 12 championship game and who wins it? Thoughts on the Big 12 is what Oklahoma looks like. With Venables? With Brett Venables. Mm-hmm. We've always seen Oklahoma not in the, all the years we've watched college football has been the offensive juggernaut. Yes, now you bring in a defensive head coach who was a great one in Brett Venables, who was at a great one, who was at Clemson for a very long time. It was very shocking that he left and went to Oklahoma, in my opinion. Okay. Um, what can he bring to the table as a head coach, first year head coach? What can he bring to the table, especially being at a blue blood like Oklahoma? We look at Oklahoma as as one of the standards of the Big Twelve. Win 10, 12, what what win 10, 12 games every every year. year. You know, can can Brett Venables replicate that? Can he can he keep that going? Is he the coach that can keep that going? We've never seen Oklahoma with a defensive mind. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, he brings to the table. Now they have the transfer quarterback, great uh, Gabriel, uh, the kid Gabriel from US, USF that's coming over from. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I can't remember his first name. I'm sorry. I know his last name is Gabriel. He's coming over there to USC to uh, – to be the quarterback, and it got a lot of transfer talent. And he lost a lot in recruiting with Lincoln Riley leaving, yep. as you stated. So the main thing I'm going to be looking for is to see what Oklahoma looks like under uh, Brett Venables. And then, you know, all, all the nonsense going on off the field with the coaching staff and everything. So it's going to be a, a – going to keep a close eye on that. Also, can Texas take the next step, D? Is this the year that Sharks keys in? He was knocking, he was knocking. Last year, they had a wonderful, outstanding game against Oklahoma, and Oklahoma ended up coming back in that game somehow, some way. But, man, we know what Sharkeesian is. He's just an offensive mind, like Lincoln Riley is. These guys know how to score touchdowns. So can they take the next step? We really get to see them early when they play Alabama comes to town. We get to see can they take the next step? And then, for me, the surprise of this conference are the Bella Bears. I believe the Bella Bears uh, can win this conference. They have the talent. They have the quarterback play. 
We seen them last year play some really good football under a first-year head coach. And we seen them play Ole Miss in a New Year's Six Bowl and win that football game. So very interested to see what happens in the Big 12. A lot of questions here, but I really think it's up for grabs. And you can't you can't never put Oklahoma State out of the mix. They like the 12th ranked team in the nation. So you can't you gotta keep an eye on them as well, D. I think this you're going to have a lot of fun in the Big 12. I think you're going to have a lot of fun games. Well, every year you get a lot of fun games in the Big 12, high-scoring games in the Big 12. Can Oklahoma State really drive it home and, and really win the Big 12 finally? They were knocking so close last year. Baylor is exciting. Questions at Oklahoma, but you got to think Oklahoma is still going to be a major factor in this conference. And then Texas, like you said, I think this is the year for the Longhorns. Can Sarkeesian get a crucial win this year to really elevate the Longhorns. He's doing well in recruiting. The buzz is out there in Austin. <laughs> Can the Longhorns really say, hey, we're in the conversation. We're in position to win the Big 12. We're in position to win the Big 12 this year. Now, Black, what are your two teams? What are the two teams that come out of the Big 12 and play for the championship game and who wins the game? Uh, I'm going to go Bella Bears and Texas Longhorns. And I got the Bella Bears winning the Big 12 this year. Man. Every time I get my eyes fixated on Oklahoma State, <laughs> Gundy lets me down. Lets me down every single time I get fixated on them. I'm going to take the Bella Bears to make it to the Big 12 championship. <sighs> I guess I'm going to go on a limb, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a roll with Sarkeesian in the Texas Longhorns to get to the Big 12 championship game. Mm-hmm. But Baylor's going to win this thing. <laughs> I think they got unfinished business. Yeah. I think they got it on their mind. They got it on their mind, especially how that Big 12 championship game ended last year. Literally a yard, a yard. And they lost, didn't they? And they lost. They a lost yard. Oklahoma State? They did. Or they beat Oklahoma State? I think they lost Oklahoma State. Yeah, they beat Oklahoma State. They went to New York. Both of them did. Both of them did. Because Oklahoma State played Notre Dame. And they beat Notre Dame, right? Or Notre Dame beat them? Notre Dame came back and beat them. No, no. Notre Dame lost. Oklahoma State beat them. They got rolled, right? Who? Notre Dame got rolled, right? No, they didn't. They didn't. Notre Dame was up 21-0, remember? Oh, okay. And Oklahoma Oklahoma State ran them down. Yeah, but Baylor played Ole Miss at the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, but your boy got hurt. But they still won that game. Yeah, they still won that game. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm a, I mean. I, I like Bella, man. They just. We, see, we, we got to see them last year. Look that up real quick. I think Bella did lose in the Big 12 championship game. I think Oklahoma State beat them by a yard or something like that. I'm black looking it up right now. But I think Texas, man. I think Texas I answered the call, man, and at least make it to the Big 12 championship game. I think you'll have teams in this conference that's going to have multiple losses. Multiple losses, man. But the winner of this thing will get them a New Year's six-day bowl game for sure. New Year's six-day bowl game. So while Black's looking up who won the Big 12 last year, I I mean, I could have sworn Oklahoma State lost by one yard and Baylor won that that conference. You got it? Uh Uh-uh, I'm still looking. I'm sorry. Okay. Give me a second. All right, um, let's go ahead. We talked about all the conferences and all the divisions and everything involved. Looking forward to this college football season, man. It should be a lot of fun. 
Should get a lot of great games. That non-conference schedule is crazy. It's crazy what we're getting with that non-conference schedule this year. So definitely looking forward to uh, all the games uh, that we're getting ready uh, to see, man. Baylor so, schedule last year. Baylor schedule last year. They beat Texas Tech 29-20. Last year they beat uh, Texas Southern 66-7. No, no. Did they win the Big 12? Did they win the Big 12? Yes, they did. Baylor won the Big 12? Yeah, Baylor won the Big 12. They beat Oklahoma State, right? They beat Oklahoma State. They beat Oklahoma State 21 to 16 last year. Right. And I think Oklahoma State was driving and they lost by a yard because the old boy went out of bounds. And then they beat beat Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl 21 to 7. So they went 12 and 2? Yeah. um, Or 13. Yeah, I think 12 and 2. And they beat Oklahoma last year as well. They lost, uh, TCU beat them. They only lost one game, one game last year. 13-1. and 13-1. Okay. Well, look out for the Oh, no. They lost two. They lost to Oklahoma State when they went to Oklahoma State and then beat them in the championship game. So, they lost two games. They lost two games. All right. So, okay. TCU, Oklahoma State, 12-2. 12-2. All right, Black. Let's move along, man. We've covered all the conferences. We covered everything. Now it's time to get down to business. Black, your four teams. The college football playoff, Black. Who are going to be your four teams to make it to the college football playoff? Um, I'm going to say Alabama is a, a pencil in. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio State is a pencil in for me. Um, Man, I just... I believe in the Bears. I, I'm going to be so hurt if I'm wrong in the Bears. I think Baylor gets it. I think they build off that New Year's 6D, and if they can stay clean, I believe they'll be the third team in the playoff. I believe. I believe they will be. Oh, the fourth team, D? Oh, could it be somebody from the ACC? I don't know. Could you have two SEC teams? It's some real potential there because we know how things go with the SEC this year. Could we have another at large like we had Cincinnati? Is there anybody there? I don't know, D. So I'm going to go out on a limb right now, and I could be wrong. And I'm going to say Notre Dame gets in. I'm going to say Notre Dame gets in. Why? I believe outside of them playing Ohio State. Their schedule is very winnable. Now, if they lose to Ohio State, would that kick them out of the mix? I don't think so because okay. Ohio State is going to be in the playoff. Okay. I think it's a chance that they could be back in the playoff once again just on the strength of their schedule. Okay. All you right. Know, so I'm going to pick those four teams. That's what my mind's telling me right now. It okay. could be different as we see what happens. You know? Okay. So I'm going to pick those four teams for now. I'm saying there's a real potential for two teams in the SEC to get in, and I'm going to go with that again. Um, I think Georgia and Alabama meet in the SEC championship game undefeated. I think, really? I think both of them are undefeated when they get to the SEC championship game. Do I want to see Tennessee make some noise? I do. But I don't know if Tennessee is going to be able to beat Georgia. I don't know. You don't know if they can stay clean. I don't know if they can. Okay. I think looking at Georgia's schedule, do they have some – Options there where they could lose. Yes, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky. Yes, they do. They got a big game against Oregon to start the season. But I think the I think the dogs beat the Ducks to open up the season. The Ducks come to them, right? Yeah, okay. I think the dogs beat them to open up the season. 
So I'm going to say both of those teams take clean to the SC Championship game and both in. punch in. Mm. I mean, there's a potential there. Georgia's the reigning defending champion. Kirby Smart, he know what's up with Nick Saban. Stetson Bennett, he ain't Peyton Manning, but <laughs> he got a ring. He not going to make the mistakes, don't you think? Mm-hmm. They got a lot of talent around them, man. And I'm not going to just put Georgia out the pasture. I'm going to show them that respect. I think Alabama wins the SEC. But Alabama, Georgia made the playoff. My third team, Ohio State. Ohio State's making the playoff. They are going to run roughshod over the Big Ten this year. Okay. Easy punch in. Easy punch in. Buckeyes get in. I'll be shocked if they have a loss on their resume. If you feel, let me let me stop you real quick before you say your fourth team with Ohio State. If you say they run roughshod over the Big Ten, is it a chance you see them uh, passing Alabama as the number one team? Because you know how these rankings go. They want to see style points, how you look, how I'm gonna you say dominant. No. I'm going to say no. Alabama. Okay. <laughs> That SEC mystique is heavy. Okay. It's heavy. And if you're a number one ranked team in the SEC, it's only two ways you get jumped. One is if you get jumped by another SEC team. <laughs> and two is if you just lose a game. Then mm-hmm. somebody's going to jump you. But, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a think, I think Ohio State and Alabama stay one and two all year. Okay. I think they stay one and two all year. I got Georgia one, two, and three. I think they just stay one, two, and three. All year long. So, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Ohio State. My fourth team, the USC Trojans. Okay. I'm going to take the USC Trojans with one loss. With one loss? One loss to make the college football playoff. I think Lincoln Riley have one loss. They win the Pac-12, the Pac-10, excuse me, and they make it into the college football playoff. I am bullish on them, man. You don't believe Bella can stay clean? And, and make it I in? don't. It's too many high-scoring games in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough sound defense, especially on Baylor's side of the football, mm-hmm. where I can say they can stop somebody. A lot of those games in the Big 12 is who, had, who has the ball last. Mm-hmm. And could they go undefeated? Yeah, sure. Yeah, they could. Would I be surprised if Baylor goes 12-0 before the championship game? No, I won't be surprised. It's just too much point scored out there, bro. I mean, on a rough day, Texas Tech could come in there to Baylor and put 56 on them. Can okay. Baylor put in 57? I mean, I don't know. We see it every year in the Big 12. We see it every year in the Big 12. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, those are my four teams, USC, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, to make the college football play. Now, what I love, a, I guess I got a, a, a team who's sleeping uh, sleeper team out there, I guess. USC, even though they're going to have a lot of attraction their way, I don't think a lot of people are going to be picking USC to make the college football playoff, especially Lincoln Riley in year one. All right, Black, national championship game. National championship game. What to play for the national championship and who wins this year's college football playoff, Black? Um, I believe... Woo, man. Alabama. Versus USC, a rematch from two years ago. I mean, Alabama versus Ohio State, a rematch from two years ago, national championship. But, 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 (laughs) with everything we've talked about with Ohio State and how loaded they are and how loaded Alabama is, I believe offensively Ohio State is the better team. So I'm going to take the Buckeyes. To beat Alabama in the national championship, D. Nick lose two in a row? Nick loses two in a row. 
Okay, okay. Wow. Okay, well, Black, I guess I'm going to have to join your party. <laughs> I also have Alabama playing uh, in the national championship game, and I also have Ohio State playing in the national championship game. And I got the Buckeyes winning this whole thing this year as well. It is unrealistic to think that Nick Saban will lose back-to-back it is, national championship games. We've never seen it. It is unfathomable to anyone who's out there listening right now <laughs> that we are saying that Alabama is, go- is going to be as good as we know that they are and lose a consecutive national championship game. But, man, is Ryan Day Nick Saban? He's not. Ryan Day is a really good football coach, though. And with the debacle and the mess that Urban Meyer left him in when he left, for him to pick up the bag and keep that thing running, it's something to be said about Ryan Day. But look, I love C.J. Stroud. I do, too. (laughs) I really love C.J. Stroud. Marvin Harrison Jr., I really grew to love him in that Rose Bowl. Just the fight that Ohio State What's showed. What's the other receiver? I can't sniff something. I, I, yeah, he. A coon to sniff yeah, something. Yeah, and, and, and he that boy. That boy that had 250 and yards. And he that boy. <laughs> and he that boy. <laughs> and then the running back, he don't he no slouch either. They are loaded, man. Yeah, they are. I'm going to take Ohio State to win the national championship as well this year, Black. The Buckeyes get it done. Now, nah, Buckeye, now, nah, now, nah, nah, Ryan Day, now, nah, we picking y'all, man. <laughs> we Please are. Please don't come with no hiccups, man. Please, and mess us bro. Up, bro. Losing the ruckus, bro. Because if y'all slip up, we're going to be hearing about this for days. So on is. Twitter, on in the group. We so gonna be hearing about it, so please don't let us down. Because, so like you said, D, it's unusual. You don't see Nick Saban lose two natties in a row. It's unfathomable. <laughs> that is fact. So we going against the grain this year, my heavy boy. grain. <laughs> heavy grain. So taking man, the I pray Ryan Day. If you just so happen to hear this, if you just so happen test, to hear this. Please, man, don't let us down, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I second that motion. But the Buckeyes are loaded, man. There's no reason why they shouldn't make it to the playoff. There's no reason why they shouldn't play for the championship. And when you get to the championship game, man, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. And, and, and I am calling for this. The college football playoff been trash. It ha- we have not been getting any well, good games. it was game. good last year. What game? Alabama and Georgia. The title game was good. Yeah, but the, the playoffs have been trash. Oh, the playoff has the been trash. The semifinals have been garbage. That's why things got to change. The last playoff game that I remember that was of any quality when I was like, man, this game is crazy, was Oklahoma and Georgia in the Rose Bowl about five years ago. Oh, yeah, when uh, Georgia uh, came from behind. Yeah, and beat, and beat yeah, them in overtime. Yeah. When Baker was out there running sharp on them and boys. And Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle And Chubb Rock and Sonny, them boys went stupid in the second half. <laughs> overtime game in Pasadena, man, that was a great game. Yeah, Semi- it was. That was a semifinal. That was a semifinal. We have not gotten... We haven't. You right. I can't remember the last pretty good semifinal game, bro. Well, um, Clemson and Ohio State was Justin Fields and not really the second half. CJ Stroud them busted open on Trevor them. No, no, no. I'm talking about when Justin Fields was there the year they played Alabama and lost to Bama. In the semifinal? Yeah, they played each other in the semifinal. No, Ohio State beat the hell out of Clemson. They did? Yes, in the second half. Justin Fields went stupid on that boy. Oh, man, I thought that game was close. In the first half, it was. You know, Trevor got sent packing. He did. He He did, did. bro. No, we ain't seen a 
close game, bro, in quite some time, bro. Okay. Lord knows every time Notre Dame go, they get beat by 40. Washington, when they went, got That's beat why by 50. why you picking them to be in? <laughs> Cincinnati, when they went, they got beat by 40. I mean, we don't see it like that, bro. Yeah. Last year, Michigan and uh, we thought Michigan and Georgia yeah, was just gonna Cincinnati be. Cincinnati got drugged. Michigan got drugged. Michigan got drugged. I was that was shocking. That was to me. shocking. I thought Michigan was at least gonna show up and do something, but Nasty, Georgia was bro. on the mission, bro. Nasty work, bro. Nasty work. <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, that's all the predictions, man, for the season for the college, the Power Five conferences, and the national championship game. Vlad, let's talk a little bit of the Heisman, man. Give me some potential uh, Heisman candidates. And uh, who do you think is going to win the Heisman Just Trophy candidates this year? Right now, right? Yeah, candidates. candidates. And who's going to win? Who you think? Okay, is win? candidates for me. For me, I'm going to go Mr. Hooker at Tennessee. I'm going to I'm going to go Hayden Hooker at Tennessee. I'm going to go uh, Stroud at Ohio State. I believe Bryce Young gets another invite from Alabama. I think it's going to be four people there this year. And I'm going to say Will Anderson from Alabama defensive linebacker gets an invite, D. Monster. So those are my four candidates Who's for gonna win the it? trophy. D, I'm going to go against the grain here. Something we've never seen before. We've seen a receiver win it. We've seen a guy like Charles Wilson, a Mr. Do-It-All player, win the Heisman Trophy. I'm going to say we get a defensive player this year. I'm going to say Will Anderson wins the Heisman Trophy this year. Well, he's going to have to have 25 sacks. Yeah. I'm going to say he wins it. Okay, I, I believe Alabama defense behind him, and I believe that kid is on a mission to prove how great he is. And, man, just looking in that kid's eyes and just see everything, he seems like that boy about that business this year. I'm going to give him a nod. I'm going to go against the rain and say a defensive player gets it this year. We've never seen it since I've been born. Well, Charles Woodson was a DB, so that's the last time we've seen a defensive player win it, but he impacted the game in different ways. So I'm going to say we have some history here and had to have totally have just a defensive player win the Heisman Trophy. I love your thought process. I love where you're going, but Black, that ain't happening. <laughs> with the firepower that's down there in Alabama, with the firepower that's up there at uh, Ohio State, that ain't happening. Mm. That ain't happening. Either mm. Stroud or uh, Bryce Young gonna win this back thing. Back to back, one of them gonna win it, bro. If 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 if, if Bryce go back to back, that's history. Now we ain't seen that in the one of them gonna win it, bro. You could get a dark horse quarterback like Van Dyke or what's my man out of Tennessee, uh, uh, Hooker. Hooker, yeah. Like you could get a dark horse to kind of nudge his head out there and kind of make some noise. But listen here, bro. That firepower that's out that Ohio State and what's out there Alabama. Man, look here. Them boys' numbers going to be stupid, bro. And you know, you know, you know, chicks love the long ball, my boy. <laughs> college football playing, college football fans love touchdowns and run it up. <sighs> I'm going to say C.J. Stroud wins the Heisman this year. I think Ohio State has a phenomenal year. They crush everything in their way. They win the natty, and Stroud wins the Heisman. I think he has a similar season to what Jameis Winston had when he was at Florida State. When Florida State crushed everyone until you got to the Auburn game when it got a little dicey. Now, we just seen the receiver for winning a few years ago now. Who was that? Uh, Devontae Smith from Alabama now. Who was the quarterbacks in that pool? Uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. Not yeah. a Heisman candidate. <laughs> he wasn't, but... Uh... He shouldn't have been. <laughs> Fire power was not in that Heisman class. No disrespect to Devontae Smith. There was no, no firepower. Who? 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 
Man, Alabama was well, rocking and rolling. Mac Jones, the quarterback. What you mean? That was close to four more five thousand yards, bro. I said Mac Jones was the quarterback. He was. He ain't CJ Stroud. Man, it was over the top. He bro. not Bryce Young. Let me D, come on, on now. now. Hold on now. No, look here, man. So Mac Jones and CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Right. They they saying Mac Jones numbers kind of kind of rival. I'm not saying they better. Kind of rival what uh, Joe Burrow did at LSU. Now I'm asking you. What you Matt mean? Jones, CJ Stroud, or Bryce Young? Of course he not, and D. Thank you. That's all I need. But he the quarterback, so he had to get, he had to do something for Devontae Smith to win the Heisman. That's fine. Congratulations, Devontae Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not but dissing I, my, him. The, the point I'm trying to make is we seen a receiver win it. I think we can see a defensive guy get it, man. You'll never see a defensive man win. Never win it. No. Charles Woodson gonna be the only one. Yeah, you got to get a you got to get a guy who's a receiver and a DB. You ain't gonna you don't got that, bro. So we would never see a defensive player win the Heisman. No, outside of the way, no, the way these boys are scoring points. No, it's going to be a quarterback unless you come across a dead zone of college football quarterbacks. You know that boy at Alabama ain't winning no Heisman. Now he gonna win every defensive player award out there. <laughs> But he hey, not taking home I the Heisman, bro. Man, I, hey, bro. I, I, I believe yeah. that boy that good. Hey, I hope you're right. But if you know like <laughs> I know, if Ohio State is 13 and 0. We didn't seen, seen history made, bro. Things happen, bro. This seen is it? college football. When we seen it? I, but it's going to happen this year. Oh, you said we already saw it, but we ain't we seen it. We did. Devontae Smith just won the Heisman. Mac Jones. <laughs> he, he just, just disrespecting Mac Jones like he was trash at Alabama. He wasn't trash, but Come he ain't CJ or Bryce. He not. So you telling me the year? You telling me the year? Oh Lord, have mercy, he ain't man. CJ and he ain't Bryce. Well, why he ain't better than Bryce? Bryce got it. Bryce lost a game last year. Two of them things. Okay. Uh, didn't Mr. Bryce play for Mr. the championship? Mr. Matt Jones went undefeated, clean. Didn't Bryce play for the time? Clean. He went clean. Don't do this now. He went clean, D. Don't do this. Bryce Young lost two games last year, now. As an eighteen-year-old freshman. <sighs> Mac Jones, all right, a, all Mac right. Jones is a 30 oh, year old so senior. So we gonna put his okay. Mac Jones is a 30 year old senior. Don't do senior. that. Don't do don't do that, bro. <laughs> he just sat behind Tua. Tua got hurt and he took over the reins, bro. So Mac Jones he was, a, he was he was a senior, regular senior. So, he wasn't no fifth year. So Mac none jo- of that. So Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Bryce. In the collegiate level, it would tell you who he is. You nasty for that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are though, nasty bro, for that. If you look, if you look at the number side, but yo, stop. Go ahead, you bro. Let, let me look at the numbers. I'm Go ahead, look, look at, at it. I don't care what you pull up. He ain't better than Bryce Young. <laughs> I don't care um, what you Google. Talk, bro, listen to me. We talking about one year now. Matt Jones was clean, my boy. They say his numbers could rival what Joe Burrow did the year before. Then why he didn't win the Heisman? And his receiver because Devontae did. Smith was just that good. Wasn't he throwing him the ball? Yes, he was. So normally when you're a quarterback who's throwing the receiver the football, doesn't the quarterback win the award? But, yes or no? Oh my Is God. that not fact? Oh Is God. that not fact? Normally if the receiver and the quarterback are up for the award, who normally wins the award? The, the quarterback. quarterback. So why did Devontae Smith win over Mac Jones? Because he did it. He did you want me to tell ways. you why? You want, me to tell, you want me to tell you why? He don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying you want me to tell you? Let me find these numbers, man. I'm just saying you want me to find these numbers. That's all. I'm just saying you want me to tell you? I just want to find these numbers, Go ahead and find them. I don't care what they say. They can say Matt Jones can have 8,000 yards passing.
passing. Numbers mean a lot. Man, you look at Joe man. Burrow like, oh my God, look at what Joe Burrow did. And Mac, Joe Burrow is way better than Mac Jones and had a way better season. It wasn't even close. So Matt Jones played with less, right? Just Devontae. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't play with more. That defense was all world. Offensively, now they had talent. They had. They didn't have more than what LSU had. Wasn't Najee Smith back there? No, what Najee on that team? Najee Smith was back there. Okay, then first round pick as well. Smith (laughs) on the other side. They had talent everywhere. Load the offensive line. Stop. Stop, bro. (laughs) He ain't Bryce. He ain't CJ. Mac had a great year. They got him picked in the first round of the NFL draft. Congratulations. But he ain't that, bro. Bro, don't, don't do Mac he, like that, bro. I ain't dissing Mac, bro, but he ain't Bryce Young. And he ain't CJ Stroud. Them boys way better than him, bro. And you know that. Stop playing, bro. Bro, you got to stop. stop playing. Playing. Y'all, you can't be dissing Mac Jones like that. What year, what, what year that was they won this thing, man? Two years ago. 2020, right? Two years ago. Two years ago. 2020, they beat they beat Florida in the uh, SEC championship. Yep. Okay. Dang. Ooh, Alabama won. Alabama won the Natty. Oh, dang. Bro, nobody don't. Bro, oh well, bro. Man, look at here. Okay, 20. This was his. This was his numbers in um. 2020. Is that when they won it? Hold on. He threw for 4,500 yards. Oh, get out of here. 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, and four picks, bro. Whoop-de-doo. What you mean? Whoop-de-doo. What you mean? He seemed like the man trending not trash, bro. I didn't say he was, but he not better than CJ or Bryce, and you know it. So you need to stop. I'm not saying he better, bro, but you can't be dissing Matt Jones, I ain't dissing Matt. Just talking about just there was a reason, man, bro. There was a Come reason on, why man. Devontae Smith won the Heisman. And there was a reason why Mac Jones didn't. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, uh, Jamar Chase had 20-plus touchdowns. Why he didn't win the Heisman over uh, Burrow? Because Burrow threw 30 more touchdowns than other receivers. That's why. That's why. Don't do not do that. <laughs> don't <laughs> do right, that. Bro. Whatever, Don't bro. do that. Like I said, the kid, Will Anderson from Alabama, is a savage. He is. And he, he will be, collect he gonna get an all accolades, he gonna but he's not thing. getting the invite. He's going to win it. He's not he's getting, getting the invite. He's not, okay, bro. All right, nah. He's he going to have to have I'm 30 saying sacks. Today. What, what episode this is? 189. 189. Preview. College preview. I'm he saying. He's going to have to win. He's he going to have to get 30 sacks. <laughs> five strip sacks, and three of them got to go for touchdown. He might not because, have to get that. Because up there in Columbus, <laughs> all you're going to be hearing is touchdown. Touchdown. Right. Touchdown. 5,000 yards passing. 50 tubs. 50. He ain't going to have no 50 okay. touchdowns this year. Okay. He ain't going to throw for 50. Mac Jones had 44. <laughs> he had 41. 41. Yeah. You don't think CJ Stroud? Nah. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we going to see. We going to see. We going to see. <laughs> well, we looking forward to the college football season, man. So we got to pick a winner, right? Will you pick the I'm winner? I'm just saying CJ Stroud. You see, said Stroud gonna yeah, win? Oh, okay, yeah. all right. So no history. Bryce Young no, no go no, back no, to no, back. No, 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 no. I think I don't, I don't think college football even like even entertaining somebody who can go back to back. Well, we had it. We it has. When when we were what? We weren't not born. even thought about being born. We weren't even. And born. you'll never see it again. You'll never see a back to back winner again. The college football they don't run like that. They want to bring somebody else in. That's why T boy ain't win too. They weren't having that. <laughs> That's why they brought somebody else in there. They ain't, the, the year Ron Dane won the Heisman over who, somebody, he shouldn't have won nothing. <laughs> they don't do that, bro. They don't do that. So, yeah, man, we're looking forward to the college football season. 
Fun times, man. Like I said at the beginning of the show, friendships are tested. Tested. Relationships are on the line. Things get heavy. Things get real. That venom is deep. You get people leaving group chats. And, and you got people deleting contacts, man. blocking folks. This thing get real heated during the college football season because of your team lose. Ooh, we. Boy, that thing is nasty. So let me boy. tell you one thing right now, boy. The green room going to be heating. Oh, it definitely boy. is. The green room is going to be a nasty place. <laughs> shout out, said. Shout out, Dunbar, for sure, man. Really looking forward to this upcoming season. I think we're like nine or eight days away, man. Yeah. Uh, I think next Thursday the season kicks off. Or next, next Thursday. Next Thursday that yep. we get the first game. And uh, we rocking and rolling, man, with the college football season, man. So very, very, very excited, man, for the season to kick off. Um, so, yeah, this has been episode 189 of the Sports Desk, the 2022 college football preview show man had a lot of fun with this one today looking forward to all the games all the storylines everything that we'll get a chance to come in here and talk about week in and week out with this upcoming college football season uh it's your guy one more time Dedra L Hicks Jr you can find me on Twitter Instagram and YouTube at that name let's chop it up let's talk about what you want to talk about man let's go ahead and get it going for show programming note me and black we will be off next week We'll be off next week. We'll be back the following week with the NFL preview show. Unless there's just breaking news where we have to break our break that we said. So this will be the last episode until the following Monday. We'll be back with the NFL preview show. We'll have all the information for the fantasy draft for the NFL. All the information for the fantasy draft. The date that is currently slated. For the draft, all right? Pay attention to your Twitter. Pay attention, if we know you personally, to your uh, uh, text message. We are aiming for either Saturday the 27th or Sunday the 28th. The weekend of the 27th and the 28th for the draft for the Sports Desk Fantasy League. I think this is our fifth year doing it. Um, That is when we're going to have it, but more details to come. We will put out a statement on Twitter and uh, so everybody who is interested in playing will get a chance to play. But me and Blackwood will be back on the 30th. So when we come back on the 30th, the fantasy draft could potentially had already happened because the first game is September the 1st. Either way it go, the draft will be taking place before September the 1st before opening night. All right, Black, anything before we get out? Nah, man, just appreciate all the love and support we get from everyone. Y'all keep rocking with us. Y'all can hit me at BlackNL3 on Twitter and Instagram, man. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So we hope you guys enjoy. Oh, real quick, Black, before we go, I just thought about something real quick, my boy. Bro, why you don't like the fighting Chanticleers, bro? Man, bro, we not finna get into this with these uh, the Chanticleers, bro. Look, man, they got a decent little quarterback over there. Lil? So he do some nice things, you know. He's right. had a he had a little nice career, but you know when they had they shot, they they did what I knew they was going to do. He just choked. You know what I'm wow. saying? So it's let's let's see what they do this year. I'm pretty sure it's, it's at some point in time if they look really good, they'll crack they'll crack the top twenty five. But I don't expect them to knock no doughs down or nothing like that. But you know what it is what it is with the Chanticleers. I know you be rocking with them boys, but it's cool. But it ain't happening, bro. Coastal Carolina, I'm with y'all. <laughs> it ain't happening. I'm with y'all to fight this Chanticleers. Let's make some noise, baby. Let's get that boy Black something to think about. One more, one, one more note. All my high school football lovers, high school football is back next Friday night. 
Y'all go check it, check out some of these games around the city, man. High school football is back. Shout out to next the kids. Friday. Shout out to the kids, man, for sure. All right, y'all be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend that there's another sports show around, man. Tell your barber, your teacher, your cousin, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your homegirl, your homeboy, your wife, your husband, your side piece, your main thing. Tell them all that there's a new show and Dean Black are giving it up on the sports desk, man. Y'all be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves, and we'll check y'all soon. You heard me. Sports Desk.